I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now we have to f***ing talk about racing. We're going to watch a car race, Michael. It's when nerds try and be cool. I think you've done brilliantly. Good podcasting. <laughs> Keep driving. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. Before we get started on this week's Dirty Air of Chaos in Qatar, uh, we genuinely have a very special guest joining us live via video satellite. Lawrence Stroll has agreed to come on and answer four questions. So this is a new segment called Four Questions with Lawrence Stroll. Oh, that's exciting. So, um, Lawrence, uh, how is the Viagra medication that you've started taking working out? I continue to see substantial growth. Oh, that's really good to hear. Lawrence, you said there have been some side effects and symptoms. Um, you're pointing at your testes right now. Um, what is the problem? This is on fire. Okay, great. Two questions left. Uh, Lawrence, if Lance stopped racing, where would Aston Martin be? In a better place. Okay, all right. That's good to know. And uh, my final question is, um, what, what, what are your thoughts on the current status of your bonus, Lawrence. The highest it's ever been. Okay, that's really good to know. Thank you so much for joining us, Lawrence Stroll. And uh, maybe we'll see you next week for Four Questions with Lawrence Stroll. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Chaos? Just a week of pure and utter chaos? My theory with the curbs in Qatar and why they were so poorly constructed is because um, all the good people who could build stuff in Qatar died when building the stadiums. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's a good theory. That's an it's a theory I appreciate. It seemed to get the 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 heat and the humidity got the better of. You can tell why there's so much um, uh, like uh, uh, animus in that area of the world. It's just too hot it's for anybody hot. to keep their cool, cool, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that um, this is it's interesting because this is the first race 
where I saw the drivers, I think, being treated the same way as people who, you know, all the people who built the stuff out there were. Mm. They were just like, yeah, fuck it, just get in the fucking car. It's not shut. reached 50 degrees yet. Yeah, it's fine. It's, fine. it's not reached 50 degrees yet. It's you're not, fine. This is, it's not reached 50 degrees yet. You're fine. Just get in the car. Look, can you throw some water on me? Absolutely not. No, we, we're not even going to do that. Really shone a light on the conditioning of the various drivers because Logan Sargent. Bless him. Just lost it. Logo Sargo. And he's from Florida as well. You'd think that he'd be more adept with hot temperatures. I think the places that he hangs out probably have air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Meeting rooms where his dad's selling weapons. Is that what you mean? That is what I mean, yeah. Um, I I am feeling sorry for him. I felt bad for him. And also, here's something I don't understand, is how do you vomit in a helmet? Like, in my head, when you vomit in a helmet, goes on the visor like it like and it just you can't see where you're driving anymore how do you throw up in a helmet uh is vomit subject to the laws of inertia because you you would think wouldn't you that if you vomit in a car that's going 200 miles an hour the vomit you go it goes out and then then comes back yeah exactly in your face but it's like when you throw a tennis ball on a train it doesn't go like that does it but but the g's that they're experiencing I actually Googled it to see if I could find footage of people at intense Gs throwing up. Yeah. You'd think astronaut training or pilots, there'd be a lot of vomit footage. Not ma- not that much. Yeah. So I, I, I wonder, because um, Ocon, Ocon uh, blew chunks, didn't he? Uh, once upon a time. Yeah. No, no during this race. He during blew, this race? Yeah, he blew chunks and um, uh, someone else hurled as well in their helmet, didn't they? Christ. Yeah. I mean, what? It's a thing to but, put the drivers through. Yeah, I know, but you say that, but at the same time, Alonso was like, it was one of the hardest races I've ever had in my life. And Max went, yeah, top five. Max just went, yeah, it doesn't, I mean, Max is so tuned to perfection at the moment that it made literally no difference yeah. to him. He was like, I don't care. He wasn't even sweating when he got out of the car. Yeah, but it's an easy is race it, for him. Yeah, but he just, a, all he has to do is drive his fast car around the track. He doesn't... He, yeah, he's he, not subject to the same stresses as yeah, the other drivers, Yeah, he's got a nice, cool breeze in his face. Because yeah. there's no air cars in front of him. Yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no hot air from other cars that, it's astounding, disrupting what's going on for it's, him. It's astounding parenting from Jos Verstappen that he's managed to beat out his son's need to sweat during mm. the race. <laughs> Sweating his the sweat slapped back into his face through the other side of his skin. No sweating. Sweating is for weak children. Listen, I thought that was a, an absolutely um, sensational weekend. I enjoyed um, the, I mean, first, let's just talk briefly about the curbs because um, I've never seen anything like that in Formula One where they had to pull, they had to make the racetrack a different racetrack before the race because the curbs were so crap they were going to explode the tyres. So that's why there was an 18-lap limit. And yeah. That was also to do with the heat, making yeah. the tyres disintegrate. It just doesn't feel like they really should have this race on. Like, if your drivers are vomiting, if the heat is dissolving bits of the cars, if they haven't put curbs in place that mean that you can't... Like, you're going to beach the centre of the car on the height. It's just... in. Everything about it strikes me as completely bizarre. So it's, it's the wrong place for a race. It's like me trying to sell, oh yeah, but you should do it in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. It's not the right place for a race. 41 degrees <laughs> before you get in the car. 
70% humidity, rising to 90. Yeah. It's like a steam room. Alonso was complaining that um, his arse was Was on fire, yeah. And I thought it was funny because I said it was clearly not the first time Alonso's had to deal with a hot piece of ass. That's great. Thank you very much. That's really great. And I also, when he went off, I I thought, um, and then he came back on, I said it's not the first time he's had to deal with an unsafe re-entry. That's really Which good as well. Implying unprotected sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, the, and the joke before was that he's seduced many women. Yeah. yeah Those yeah. were the jokes. Well, I got both of them. Explain Explaining punchlines makes your jokes funnier. I'll remember that. What mark are you giving this race out of 10 before we get into it? Uh, I've got quite a controversial score. Mine's a seven. I'm going with an eight. Are you? Yeah. I watched it with a friend who was bored out of her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and with my mum as well. I watched this first race at Formula 1 race. I've watched with my mum for a long time. But I was thoroughly entertained. I thoroughly enjoyed that race. Because it was the first race I've seen for a long time where the spectators, the commentators, the FIA, the drivers and the teams didn't have a clue what was happening. It was What I liked about it was <laughs> there was the, the collision between Hamilton and George at the beginning set George up with the opportunity to embrace a narrative mm-hmm. and Come to, back in. Uh, to rise from the from the ashes of that bird of Lewis's burst tire. And did he did he accomplish that? I think so. Really? Yeah, like not it wasn't dramatic. Mm. Podium would have been dramatic. Yeah. And I think he realized pretty quickly when he put the softs on at the end that oh no, I'm not I'm not doing anything. Um, before we get into the uh, race review, just some very quick Formula One news. Um, Andretti have been approved by the FIA. There's been a lot of opposition from the teams because basically there's a pot of money that everyone gets. There used to be 12 teams in Formula One. Did and, there? Yeah, and now there's 10. So the, all the teams have been getting more money and they were all, all very happy with that. And now a lot of them are opposed, like Lawrence Stroll this week, I don't believe they should be coming in. Formula One is on fire with 10 teams. And... Um, it's it's bollocks because they don't want to share the money. That's all it is. We I did a poll. That's on fair. Twitter. I wouldn't want to. All, I also would not want to share the money. Yeah, but for I can't think of any Formula One fans who don't want two more drivers on the track, especially after this. season. Why do you want two more drivers on the track? Because it's going to be more drama, more racing, more fun. But I mean, I suppose more it opportunities really, for drivers to get out there and challenge. I really, really think it depends. I don't want another. Pass. <laughs> I don't want just more people whose names I have to know taking love up space in my brain. I would love another Hass. I'm not. I can't handle that. But if you could give me another, another, another Red Bull, now we're sucking on diesel. You yeah. know, that's what I'd like. But it's not going to be that, is it? It might be. You just don't know. Do I just look not at know? Bra- look at what Braun did. Look at what Braun did. They came in, boom, bish bash bosh, championship over and out. Thank you very much. Do you, yeah. Do you think it might have been easier in that era to do that? Um, no, because look at what Red Bull have done this year. Absolutely spanked it, won six races before the end. Similar story to Braun. Horner said that he's happy for Andretti to come in, but they have to build their own engine. Yeah. Just remind me, who builds... I don't... I can't look. <laughs> if, we, if we spend all of our time highlighting the hypocrisies of... Maybe that should be the idea for the Patreon podcast. <laughs> if we put all of Red Bull's hypocrisies behind the paywall because they are so plentiful in amount that we could get hours worth of juicy, juicy content doing that. So, yeah, he said something stupid. Um, Let's get into the race review. Let's start with the sprint qualifying. This is the race review for the Formula One Qatar Airways Qatar Grand Prix 2023. Sprint race. Sprint race. Um, I Firstly, I thoroughly enjoyed the sprint race. 
I enjoy qualifying. I enjoy, Did you enjoy the sprint shootout. Two things I love. Mm. I love shootouts mm -hmm. and I love qualifying. And mm. they're both different things. Yeah. Let's not forget that Formula One, we have qualifying, mm. which is when the cars go fastest around the track and whoever is the fastest starts at the front. And we have the sprint shootout, which is where cars go around the track and whoever goes fastest starts the race at the front. And they are two completely different things. Totally different. Yeah. Here are my observations from the sprint race. Did you notice how white Jos Verstappen's teeth are? Is it just white or has he also had work done on them? Has he had maybe... He's had them capped. Capped composite yeah, bonding. Like, much like he's had done with people's knees. Yeah. <laughs> In the past. And um, I know it's also... Okay, this is a question to our fans, to our listeners. What is his tattoo? I've, I've, I've tried to find a, a clear shot of Jos Verstappen's tattoo. His tattoos... It looks look... like it says Maximilian. Looks like he has his son's name tattooed on his arm. They look proper pub Essex. geezer, yeah. Clacton on Sea. Yeah. He's got proper um, uh, snake bite man tats. He's got the tattoos of a man who I wouldn't be surprised uh, highlighting to me that there isn't any black in the Union Jack. Yeah. <laughs> He's also got the colour skin where like, it's that blue tattoo that makes his skin look like Stilton. Yeah, he's got that hangy arm... Sitch, where he wears the tight shirts, mm. where he wears those T-shirts that are advertised on Instagram that say they accent your natural pecs. Yeah. Even if you've got um, what us men call man boobs. Man boobs. Um, which, as I get older, is it, I can see it coming. Can you? Yeah. It's, I know. Um, and... But he's look. He wear those. He's got those lovely fitted shirts. But he had a tattoo. He's got this tattoo on his under his arm. Mm. And I please someone find me a photo of it because I'm dying to know what it says. He has the face and physicality. Everything about him emanates violence. Yeah. And he's. I remember once I was in the Russian embassy with um, Tommy Robinson. I wasn't. I wasn't there with him. He was just there at the same time as me <laughs> getting a Russian visa because okay. I had gigs in Russia before they invaded Ukraine. Okay. And it, he's like, you know, that feeling you get when you see a police person like with a gun on them yeah. and you just become tense because yeah. of the presence of a gun. Tommy Robinson is like that mm -hmm. just by himself as a human. He's like... He's like what it's like to be near a dangerous dog that's off a leash. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying. And Joss has that same energy. Like anything, like violence could happen at any moment in his presence. What is that font that they have on those tattoos? You it's know, that like New, York, New York font. New York Times font. It's not, yeah, it's like that old newspaper yeah. thing. But I don't know why looks they like, when, like it. Yeah, look, Yostapin looks like when he went in for the tattoo and he went, okay, I hit this idea and the guy just looked at him and went, I know exactly what you want. Yeah, yeah. don't yeah. worry. Yeah, 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 You don't need to tell me. Yeah, you want... I can I can tell what you want from the trail of blood that you want in here. <laughs> um, Perez, Ocon and a, and a Haas crash and Perez did one of my favourite things that F1 drivers do, which is when they know they're in the wrong and they know their career's in trouble so that if they get really f angry, mm. they think that that's good. You know when you know you've, you've, you're wrong but you get angry anyway? Yeah, 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 yeah. When you've lost the row and you change the subject. You know? Yeah, yeah. I've I've never watched. I've I've seen it happen though. <laughs> That's what Perez. He got out yeah. the car. I was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, come on!" It's like, buddy, I think that one was on you. But that is that's also how every normal person also drives. 
Like you forget to indicate when you're changing lane and you almost careen into somebody. Yeah. And then you go, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Fucking come on. And then you have a little moment, your adrenal system subsides and you go, I actually should have indicated then. Um, I understand that now. Do you remember the beginning of the season when everyone was having to go at Perez and he went, look, if Max has two championships, it's because of me. Mm. Yeah. I don't think he That's could do, not I don't true. think he could do that anymore. No. this. I don't think he can. Verstappen owes as much to Zhou Guan Yu yeah. as he owes to Sergio Perez. <laughs> This season. It's such an f- amazing time to watch Formula One. We, we've been moaning about this all year, right? But actually, and you can see why people love Drive to Survive, because they've won everything in advance and yet still have to figure out whether to ditch this idiot who, he was the he was like the working class hero of Formula One. Well, not working class hero, but like he was the... The little engine that could when he won in that pink car. <laughs> and everyone went, oh, he's out. Oh, my God, Red Bull have got him in. Yay. And yeah. he has just crumbled. His his spirit has finally been broken. This is how this is what happens when you race against a champion. This is what's happening. What I kind of think is happening with George Russell, but I think him and Lewis have a slightly better relationship. Yeah. I think Lewis is very much like, hey, buddy, we're, you know, we're a team. Don't, don't forget. I hate you. Don't forget that. I think Hamilton is like understand that it's a good look for him to help George yeah, develop. He's reached that and point, he's obviously yeah. there's that bit after the race because of course they crashed into each other which I'm sure we'll get to. But where Lewis goes to see George to yeah. say no hard feelings. Yeah. First of all Lewis says, "Hey man, it wasn't your fault." To which George could quite reasonably go, "I know." I know it wasn't. Of also, it wasn't. I, but Lewis is, is like, obviously before he goes in there, checks over his shoulder. Oh, there's a camera there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, George, nice race, man. Good night, well done. Yeah, I'm gonna go in and apologise to George. How much date? Have you got any space left on your phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, you film cool. this. Yeah, can you, can you just film this? Yeah, I'm just gonna go up to him. And I'm gonna say, well done, and then we, uh, and that was my fault, and then we could put it on Instagram. Yeah. But I will say, having the foresight to know to do that, still quite clever. Yeah. Um, um, also, this links quite in nicely into my sponsor of the week. Mm-hmm. Who's your sponsor of the week? Inappropriate well, sponsor of the week. Also, for any new listeners um, who are joining us um, who say that there's a lot of misinformation in the show, I'd just like to point out that that is sort of the, the objective of this show. There are many shows which will have information. Yes. And this one. It's not it. Has it misinformation. So the sponsor we're about to name. Is not real. Is not real or it's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. Put that in your review. Yeah. Um, mine is, do you remember during lockdown, they released those adverts, those government sanctioned adverts, uh, some ballet dancer whose future could be. Retrain. In, retrain. Your yeah. future could be in tech. So mine is one of those, but it's uh, Logan Sargent, Sergio Perez, and Lance Stroll, mm-hmm. and it says their future could be. It's like they, they should. It's retra- suggesting retraining programs for them. So it's Rishi Sunak, our, the English Prime Minister's the English Prime Minister's retrain uh, initiative. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good for them. I thought the sprint. Listen, I thought Lance under that heat, um, and the stress that he's under. With A, his dad potentially selling the team, which would mean that he is just out of Formula One. Do you think he's going to sell the team because he understands that he can't drop his son? So it's like, (laughs) instead of dropping his son, he's got, I've got to sell the entire team now. It's such a beautiful gangster situation, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. It's so gangster that he's like, 
he's this ruthless, but he loves his boy. He loves because his boy so much that he might leave for Formula One. Like he's it, it's that bit in Point Break where he has to shoot the gun in the air because he can't shoot Val Kilmer. Right. Yeah. You know. Ah! It's he's gonna have to do that to his career. Yeah. And Lance will have to leave F1. And Lance was like, he shoved his personal trainer, which I do think, I feel like um, getting shoved by a Formula One driver, mm. not that bad. No. Also, I, if I was Lance Stroll, and I'm not, uh, it wouldn't be my personal trainer that I was shoving. In fact, if even if I was me, it's my personal trainer would be very low down on the list of people who I'm going to shove. My maths tutor... There's somebody I might shove. <laughs> I'd, sho I'd, sho I'd shove you before I shoved Michael Italiano. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Friend of the podcast. He threw his steering wheel out the car as well, which is just... That's such a good metaphor for his career. I know. You know those steering wheels are £20,000? Ugh. And he was like... And, and obviously, like I imagine that you scratch the paint on a car like that. I will say this after the after the Formula One race. Um, before we get to the review of that, when Lance finished the F one race, not the sprint race, and he got out the car and was all like, he had to he had to rest and he walked straight to the ambulance. No one came out to help him from his team. Whereas Alex Albon, same thing, struggling to get out of the car. Three guys ran over and lifted him up, and I just thought, okay, that's where the team is at. That they see Lance struggling, and they were like, yeah, you know what, actually. He threw a steering wheel at me yesterday so he can go fuck himself. God, it's fucking Shakespeare, isn't it? <laughs> it's like the court is turning against the king's son. I know. This is so good. <laughs> it's amazing. And also, I just can't... I'm trying to get inside... Uh, I just want to... Uh, before we move on to the race review, um, I just want to mention very quickly, um, and we'll, we'll get through it quickly, but... Um, oh, no, Josh. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Um, but under that heat... Um, I, can we start the music, please? Um, I imagine that Lance probably went back to his treehouse mm -hmm. after the sprint qualies, and he's very angry. He's very angry at himself, and he's very angry at his team. And he, you know, he's had given a very abrasive interview, and he goes up to the treehouse, and and uh, he hears a knock on the on the trap door. Mm -hmm. um, hey, don't come in! Nobody come in! I'm so mad! I'm so angry! <laughs> Hey Lance. Hey, no, you see the sign on my treehouse? It says no women allowed. And you're a woman and a girl, and girls got cooties, so you can't come in. No, Lance, I just I just wanna see how you're doing. You seem a little hot and bothered. Yeah, yeah, I can't make the car go race! I can't make the car go race! I'm so angry! I think if I do that enough times, maybe I'll turn into the Hulk. Oh, yeah. Well, the Hulk's free. Bruce Banner gets really angry, and he becomes the Hulk, doesn't he? And he channels that rage because he can't handle the metaphor of human emotions. So maybe we should talk about your human emotions, Lance. Can I sit down? Yeah, you can sit down, but there are no chairs in here. No, it's okay. I'll sit on the beanbag. Okay. But you... Hmm. Why are you sitting like that? Oh, it's just so hot in this treehouse in Qatar. Hi, well, yeah, you can sit with your legs. Why aren't you... You're... What do you... What does your underwear say? Well, my, my underwear just... <laughs> Jesus Christ, Josh. Have you finally... What if the reason that he's underperforming at the moment... I've got more. Is because... I've I'd, got oh, more. Oh, I know. Um, is because he's I'm, heard I'm this. barely getting started with that. Do you want to carry on no, now? No, it's okay. I'm done. I can, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <clears throat> Sorry, what were you going to say? I think what if he's heard that? 
and that's why he's underperforming. That's he feels humiliated because of your act outs of him having a romantic relationship well, because, with his mum. Yeah, but only because his only natural reaction to that would be, "Oh my god, how do they know?" <laughs> that's the only way he would get annoyed. Yeah, maybe that's why he's shoving everybody. Okay, let's review the Formula One 2020 Qatar, the Qatar 2020. Airways Qatar Qatar Qatar. Sorry. Let's review the. What's the name of the race? The 2023 the Qatar Qatar Biscuit Barrel. Don't sleep in the subway, darling. <laughs> Qatar Grand Prix. While my Qatar gently weeps. Yes. Okay. Great race. Uh, you can only go 18 laps before the tires blew up or melted. I like that as a. I like, I like it as a. It made it interesting, That's didn't it? 60 pit stops. People had to keep on. It really made it even. Even by the end of the race, Max was only three seconds ahead of Piastri. There were more penalties in this race than a World Cup final that had drawn in extra time. Did I get that right? Uh, Is it right? Yeah, I think okay, so. Yeah. Really good. I've got a little pop quiz for you. Okay. Um, so, uh, La- Logan Sargent, Largoat Sargoat. Largoat Sargoat. He used his real name. He dunfed, yep. didn't he? Because he was sick. How many times this season has he dunfed? Six. Is that just a guess? Yes, it's head? a guess. Okay, it's it's incorrect. How many? Uh, it is four times. He's dunfed four he, times. He's dunfed four times. That's less than you'd think. It's less than you'd think. And what's Latifi's? Who uh, Latifi never did, dunfed that much? Who else is? Oh, he's he's now equaled Latifi's record. Who else has dunfed that many times this season? Now, who has dunfed most in the F1 Championship this season? I'm not saying it isn't Logart, Logart, Sargo. I'm not saying it is. I'm going to go with Max Verstappen. You think Max Verstappen's DNF'd most times this sure. season? Sure. I don't think you really think that, do you? No. That's not so, it. so guess, guess real. Uh, um, the most DNFs this season. Um, Jesus, uh, it can't be Perez. Uh, I, I give up. It's Esteban Ocon with really? five. And he's higher in the points by. Yeah, by I cons- mean, if you look at. On the little grid that they do of where everybody's come in each race, Largoat Sargoats is pretty demeaning. It's like 18, 18, 17, 18, 18, 17, 18, 16, 18, 17, 17. It's just. It's the name of all of. Uh, the age of all 18, of Lawrence Strolls. Uh, wives 16, and girlfriends. 18, 17, 17, 16, 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 17, 17, 18, 18 19, 20. Lawrence Strolls. 20, 20, 20, 20, 18, 19, 19, age 19 of 17, 17, 17, 17, 17. <laughs> Business shirt in the gilet. Should we keep racing there? Really? I mean, and aside from the questionable politics and um, the uh, insepid homophobia in the country, mm. just in regard to like when the drivers are fainting, should you keep racing there? I think, and I've given this serious thought, and I want to be as considerate and as balanced as I possibly can. I think the only answer that you could come to is obviously not. It's just obviously not. They put air conditioning in the football stadiums so that people could play there in the winter. Okay. So if they're making those sorts of technological efforts to make football playable in their, in December, that was when the World Cup was, then they have to do the set. They have to put like, just make every make a different car. Make a a middle a, a Middle East car for all the under the lights, uh, Saudi Arabia, 
it, it's no good. It's a no. It's not a good place to race, and it's not fair on the drivers that they should have to race there because they're fucking melting and perspiring and gulping for air. People like, did you see um, George Russell drumming on the dashboard of the car? Like he was in a, a Ford Escort in the 1990s listening to Deacon Blue. <laughs> like he was just drumming out a little tune yeah, on the dashboard yeah, yeah. going 300 like miles a, an like, hour. It was like when the drums of fire started. <laughs> he was just trying to get air into his helmet. Yeah. yeah. My bigger question is, once the world championship's been won, should we keep racing? And I know that's a slightly neggy question, but Max has won. So can't we, you know, when you have to go back into school after your exams mm. and you're like, you've still got another like week of classes and you're like, I've fucking done my GCSE. Why am I here? Yeah. And they're like, well, you have to come back in actually. Yeah. And you just sit there and, and, and watch movies basically. So what should they be doing then? Try and become friends with the teachers. Where's the next race? And if teachers are kind of nice, but then you say something and, and it's too much and then they suddenly become teachers again. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really you know, funny. I thought I could say fuck now. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, you can't say that. Uh, what should, I think we should take all the money from the once Max wins, mm. all the money should then go to a charity that he hates, something he's really against. Mm -hmm. All of the money from the races that would be raced after someone is crowned champion goes to a charity they object to. Yeah, yeah. Because like what that will do Christmas presents for uh, underprivileged kids. Yeah, um, yeah, and it. <laughs> That's just what I imagine gets him really angry. The idea of children being happy. But then what that would do is it would, it would encourage the drivers to not win so quickly and then have to be tactical with when they win. Like they like he would lose his bonus or he wouldn't get his salary if he wins it six races from the end. Because yeah, then he goes, nice ah, fuck, oh, I better come seventh in this race, eighth in this race, third, and they have to start chalking up where they, where they win. So That's a they, nice idea. And you should only be able to win on the final race. That's misinformation. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I thought that was, and also the also this week the FIA very uh, so many penalties. Why were the drivers finding it so hard to stay within track limits on uh, during this particular? Because race? they moved the track inwards before the race because the curbs were too dangerous, so they had to move the track a meter in so that the drivers wouldn't go over the dangerous curbs because they built shit curbs. If there's it's so funny. Another question about Andretti, just to, sorry to keep jumping mm, around, no. but it is sort of related about moving and rebuilding and uh, how, is there a space in the paddock for another team? Yeah, so a lot of the garages have, that's what they said, they were like, but in uh, um, the Netherlands there's only 10 garages, so how can you have another team? It's like, this is a multi-billion dollar. Just mm, build a new paddock. Like maybe. how many dead bodies are buried under the Qatar track? Mm. Probably some is the answer. They managed to build Vegas as a race circuit yeah. in a year. And that's a city already. Yeah. So I that think didn't, they, that didn't have any paddocks, did no, it? And I think they can stick another two garages into the Netherlands. Two? Yeah. The two new teams. Well no, but two, you know, two drivers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In tenth place. Alpha Tauri. Um Sonoda qualified eleventh, finished. Oh, let me consult my book. Uh, Sonoda finished um, in fifteenth, uh, with Liam Lawson finishing his worst race yet. He finished seventeenth. Yeah. He thing started eighteenth, about... so he did technically climb a place. But if you exclude all the cars that didn't finish, Alpha Tauri had this race where they were like up and around the mid table. They were pushing. Yeah, they had it, and then it was like they got reminded by somebody from the, in the garage, guys. You know, <laughs> you way overshot this. Yeah. 
back down, please. Guys, just... um, you're actually doing too well. Yeah. It's time to bring up the race. Because Yuki was having a great race. Liam was struggling all the way through, but Yuki had a great race. And it looked like they had pace, but towards the end, they just drifted towards the back. Like, Yeah, it's amazing what 60 pit stops will do to the, the end result of a race. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what made the race really hard to follow, is that, hang on, where's everybody now? Yeah. What's going I on? I was loving it. And they should have had how many pits? They should have had, in a race like that, you need to permanently yeah. have up how many pits everybody's done so you know yeah. people's real position. It and should actually say that at all times on the screen. It's like how many tyre changes they've had. Yeah. And how many, um, or at least, you know, like you can swipe on a, on a menu on a streaming service. You should be able to swipe on your telly. Mm. So you, I want to see, um, I want to see their tyre, um, how many tyre changes they've had, what what compounds they're on, and how many, when, in a race like that, how many more laps till they have to pit. Yeah. Or just how old are their tyres. Yeah. I'd like to see that information constantly. Have you ever done that and thing ha- where you And also, you've... how much vomit is in their helmet? Yeah, by, currently. in kilos. Yeah, I want to see that. How? And also, they've all got that front-facing cam. Why can't I watch Ocon throw up? Do you want to watch Ocon throw yeah. up? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it'd be funny. Let's see what I can do. Yeah. Um, have you ever watched... I've never seen vomit evaporate. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, have you ever watched a race based... Have you ever followed one driver? Yeah. Because, you know, it gives you the option to do that. Yeah. Do you remember in the pandemic when I was briefly employed by F1? Oh, Yeah. And That's they, so weird, yeah, I know, isn't it? I know. Um, and you really uh, burned that bridge, haven't I'm you? I'm really... <laughs> they're not going to be employing us anytime soon. As as somebody who it was never... It was never important for me to be employed by F1, but I feel like it really... I remember it kind of... It was quite exciting. Oh, yeah. And I like helped you with some stuff. And yeah. the, the, the stuff you wrote was really funny, actually. Thank you. Yeah. And, and never got um, used. And they gave me uh, ac- they gave me access to all the cameras. So when the 2020 season started, I had like the... I had the... It's now available on Sky, but at that point it wasn't. So I could watch every driver from each camera oh, yeah. during the race. So I would have like four devices and I would watch loads of, like I was in Minority Report. Yeah. Or if it's Lewis Hamilton in F1, it's Ethnic Minority Report, actually. Nice. Um, in ninth place, um, Alfa Romeo. Um, it's what a race. Eighth and ninth. Eighth Bot and ninth. Eight. I know. Joe ninth. 20th. Go on, you. To ninth. Go, Go on, you. you. Back to the greatest showman. <laughs> the greatest Go showman. Go on, you. Go on, you, Joe. Show him how to climb the pack. Show him. Go on, you. you can't show him sh- how it's done. You can't show him down. Um, I loved it. He didn't race. <laughs> he raced very fast. He didn't race very slow. Very good. Thank you very much. Very good. Um, did you know that We're when from strength to strength on this podcast, George Russell crashed into Valtteri Bottas in mm. um, Italy in 2020 mm. when he was racing for Williams and he tried to overtake on the straight. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say Imola, but I don't think maybe it wasn't Imola. Um, and um, uh, his right tire went in the wet grass and they both crashed out. And Valtteri Bottas gave him the finger. Mm-hmm. Did you know that George Russell called Bottas to apologise? Mm. Um, and was like, hey, Valtteri, it's George. I like your answer machine message when you you picked up and then you said, hello, how's it going? And then I started talking and you went, no, it's the machine, stupid. <laughs> it's funny. And if my signal goes out, it's because I'm on the train. Um, but absolutely, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, call me when you get a minute and I'll, um, I, I'll look forward to hearing from you. Bye. And Bottas just never called him back. You know that? Really? Yeah. That's good. I Isn't don't know it if weird that's how what George Stroll said. and George... 
both have voices that yeah. come out of the back of their mouths. Yeah, because they the it's like the G the, the G force has affected the vocal cords. Back yeah, the, their medulla oblongatas have been pushed back into their heads. Do you know that because of the Adam Sandler yes, film I Little do. Nicky? The medulla <laughs> oblongata. It's actually Billy Madison. Um, and I don't think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Mama's wrong. It's Billy Madison. Trust me. But I've never seen Billy Madison. Oh, maybe it's in both then. Okay. Um, and uh, listener, uh, write in with your is it Billy Madison or is it Little Nicky? <laughs> and then they've never spoken about George getting his seat ever. This is what George said on the Beyond the Grid podcast. Oh, yes. You told and he me was like, there's no tension. He went, oh, there's no tension between us at all. It's like, been totally cool every time we see each other. I was like, yeah, that's because Bottas wants to lamp you. Yeah, there's just a silent resentment. But that's why Bottas has gone on this journey of self-discovery. Yeah. Try and find himself. Yeah. Who am I if I'm not a Formula One driver? Mm. What's my identity if it's not that? Because it will hurt him so much. I would like to... I think Bottas is the best pint in F1, actually. Yeah. I think he would actually want a pint. And I think a pint might be a PR exercise for some of the other drivers. Mm. What, what, what do you think is... What's his pint? It's something so pretentious, isn't it? Because I uh, think... Yes, um, I'll have the uh, uh, the Wallaby uh, Cricket Bat IPA, please. Yeah. And you're like, we don't do that. He goes, oh, that's a very popular craft. Yeah, he's pale. going for the Citra IPA and he's in a little goblet. Yeah, some shit that's made in some billionaire's son's bathtub. Mm-hmm. Like most fucking IPAs, like most disgusting craft lagers. I think that's what he likes. I'm a big and fan I think of he like I think he enjoys a slider as well. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> true. Um in seventh. Uh what you gonna do with all that? Seventh is oh. Williams. Oh, have they switched? Hmm? They, no, we got we got we got eighth, mate. Eighth is Alfa Romeo. No, Hass. I skipped that. No, we got you missed out Hass. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I was I started the song. I know, I know. You're not even doing the song anymore. I, I can't look. Here's Have I got my... to do it on my own? Yeah. What you going to do with all that ass? All that ass inside them? Wow. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm going to review some interesting things that happened. Look, to... Here's what happened to Haas. They qualified 15th and they finished 15th. <laughs> it's just both of them. Whatever. It's, uh, it, okay. Irrelevant. Hang on a minute. No, no, no. Utterly irrelevant. No, not irrelevant because Hulkenberg, Sainz couldn't start the race mm-hmm. and Hulkenberg forgot that Sainz wasn't in the race and took his space in the So the most pack. exciting thing Haas did today was fuck up. No, and also during the race, they went to uh, Magnussen and they went, that's Bravo 10, position 4. And Magnussen went, that doesn't make sense! He's he right, got, it he doesn't got, make sense. He got really angry at Bravo them. 2, position 10, 4, that's planned. That yeah, doesn't make sense. What I like is that it was probably just nonsense. It's not referring to anything they discussed before. It's just them trying to fill radio time. Or like pranking Magnussen. Yeah. The red balloon... <laughs> Comes slowly on Tuesdays. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, Kevin. <laughs> We're going to get you, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, um, if God is truly <laughs> omnipotent, can he really make a rock that's too heavy for him to lift? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Kevin, do you detect any logical incoherences in the central affirmations of Christian theism? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Why is it in Formula One, right, that you can say to your driver during the race, being like, Oh yeah, you've got uh, uh, you know, needs a bit of water. Pay attention, mate. Oh, someone's mobile phone's going off in the background, and they can all talk like that. But then when they talk strategy, they have to. It's all military. Bravo two zero expert execute execute five one five one point three. Like they can, they don't need those military words. Uh, Kevin, uh, you're being irrelevant See? at the moment. Yeah, that's all they need to say. Yeah, Kevin, actually, um, we're going with plan. Fucking speed up. 
Kevin, uh, we've just uh, consulted the data here and um, nothing we do matters. Uh, so just have a nice drive and try and stay kind of spiritually intact, okay? Um, so just to reboot that, Kevin, Kevin, we're going with we're going, we're going with plan. Your shit. Stop being shit. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Seventh place, Williams. Albon 14th finished in? 13th. Logo Sargo started 16th, finished in? Didn't. Gen- I genuinely felt sorry for Logo. I think there's a... Yeah. I feel sorry for him as well. Anybody who has striven for something their whole life, even if it's just a short life thus far, uh, who's now in the midst of it and is finding it incredibly difficult. And also the the way that the team gathered around him, took him from the car, they seemed genuinely concerned for his welfare. And I think that, uh, that, that was sweet and sort of speaks to the, Probably the quality of his character. Yeah. As as someone who got homesick as a child, probably for far older than I should have done, mm. till I was far older than I should have been, um, his the way he was during the race really made me feel Aww. like 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 someone like like I always say, you know, what what would happen in the bar after the race mm. when a girl's like, "Hey, what's your name?" and he goes, "Oh, my name's Logan Sargent." She goes, "Oh my god, what a powerful name!" Mm. What do you do? I uh, race in Formula One. She goes, oh my God, where did you finish today? That's so cool. Well, actually, I was sick of my helmet and I nearly passed out, so I fainted. <laughs> I don't think uh, the girls who approach the F1 drivers in bars are asking where they finished. <laughs> I also think that maybe Logan Sargent um, freaked out because he's not used to getting to lap 27. Do you yeah. know about that? Like, yeah, yeah, he got like performance vertigo. <laughs> Got performance anxiety. Yeah. Oh my god, this is going. This is not going terribly. I just can't believe it. When I looked up how many times he'd finished a race. Yeah. Like he finishes most races. Yeah. What are we? Th- why do we have this kind of cognitive bias? Because he crashes a lot. But he. Uh, t- tell you what, I think it is. I think he's crashed out a lot in qualies. Qualies. Yeah. And in sprint races. Yeah. So what he does is he really pushes himself in qualies and chunks it and then plays it safe in the race and finishes at the back. Hmm. Um, but anyway, Alpine, my friend, Promopin, Jesus Puma. Um, it's funny how that started as a very upbeat song, and now it sort of sounds like more of a um, like a Jacques Braille sad song. Alpine are <laughs> Alpine are Alpine Macopin. 
they're like becoming a good hass. Promopin is sous pour moi. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to do Jacques Brel singing I, the Alpine. I know, thing. I got yeah, it. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. good. Thank you. It was good. Yeah. Um, Ocon started eighth, finished seventh. Gasly started seventh, finished twelfth. What you happened to be here? Um, in the race, he 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 just had a moderate race, didn't he? I mean, he finished. Where did he finish? Twelfth. Yeah, moderate race. Do you think Gasly, before the race, when his when his personal trainer is like making him catch the tennis balls, mm. you know, like when they're right outside the car, mm. do you think that makes any fucking difference? No. I mean, I think it's good to warm up and keep your head in the game and stay. I mean, probably yeah, probably does make a difference. But yeah. I think some people probably need it more than others. Um, when he. Um, uh, got in that fight with um he regained and overtook i believe was it an aston martin unfairly and had to give the place back uh um, tried to overtake and went off the track and then gained a position yes at that point my mum who never watches formula one just went well that tennis ball thing didn't work did it <laughs> <laughs> um ocon the boy wonder i mean you see that picture of his abs yeah Good Lord. Yeah, it's like surprise. He's like, that's the man version of She's All That. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like when, suddenly... a, when, a woman, when a woman is an ugly nerd and she takes off her glasses and, and everyone goes, Oh my God. Goes, oh my God, you're what? Sandy. Yeah. Uh, that is, like, oh my God, this nerdy little, of course he's got abs. He's a high performance athlete. But he's got the face of someone who, when he takes off his shirt at the swimming pool, Every woman goes, or and maybe every man or every person just goes, what? Yeah. Hang on, because he's still got that little nerd face. Yeah. You can't get rid of it. It looks like a Pez dispenser. Yeah. Like he's got, like, he's got this nerdy, cute face. Yeah. But he's got the body of of a, a Armani airport cologne stand advert. Yeah. You I know? bet he's got a very impressive pipe as well. <laughs> Some skinny that's what guys it's called do. in France. Some skinny guys. You know that's do, what yeah? it's called in France. Uh, de pipe. No, un pipe. Un pipe. Yeah, is uh, is the is your is your Wally Todger, isn't it? Oh, is it? Your piece of pork. Your wife's best friend. Mine isn't pork. <laughs> Fifth place, McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> Norris. I just that's what I'm gonna do. Every time you do Raquel and Lance, I'm gonna start estimating. I'm in fine detail. with that. It didn't feel like you were fine. No, with it. I'm You wanted to move on. No, no, no. I, I'm just weary of time. Uh, okay, yeah. And yeah you, I'll be weary of time. Me, actually. You'll be weary of length. And between us, we can do That's a continuum. That's nice, yeah. actually. Fifth place, McLaren. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about success stories in Formula One, there really aren't many that are uh, more impressive than McLaren in 2023, with Norris starting in 10th, Piastri starting in 6th. Um, Piastri. Uh, qualifying in the sprint race and getting kicked off the po uh, kicked off the front row and then still getting a podium, winning, beating his teammate who is the older driver, even though they're both only fourteen, to the first victory in that team, even though it's only a sprint race, so it doesn't really count. And then they finish second and third. It's so great, it's isn't it? It's the new guard of Formula One, Max. Are they going to be able to take this and move? through and progress even further into next season. Can we see McLaren be a championship challenging side in 2024? With a Mercedes engine. That's so insulting for Mercedes. I know. That they went, hey, do you want to use our uh, our engine? Yeah, please, that'd be really good. And then they soup the fuck out of it. So for the newer entrance into the world of Formula One, 
back in today, McLaren was the dominant force mm -hmm. in racing and they always had a Mercedes engine. And then Mercedes went, oh, look at that. Our engine's doing very well in that car. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should have a car. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which means by that logic, now Red Bull powertrains are going to make their own engines, which means in about 15 years, your commercial car might have a Red Bull engine. Hey. Because they're going to have to funnel that technology somewhere. But they? also, does it not mean that Honda might at some point go, hey, we fancy being the 12th team? Uh, well, they I mean, they've pulled out of F1 after this year, but apparently they're thinking about staying, which means it might be prudent for them to uh, either keep on with Red Bull or they might partner with a new team. So Andretti or the Hugo Boss team. Well, they wouldn't. The Hugo Boss team is, is that still going to be the Red Bull second team, isn't it? I at this point, I just wouldn't be surprised if Hugo Boss have their own team in five years. Okay, it's the converse team. Um, I'm up for that. I yeah, I mean, Piastri is so measured as well. He, Piastri after the race when they went, well done. That's um, P2, and he's like, yeah, thanks, thanks a lot, guys. Um, that was a really great race. Uh, really proud of everyone. Uh, yeah. Great work. And he didn't lose no, his fucking uh, mind like you'd expect him to. Like, none of that. Nothing. He that, like, that was awful what you just did. That's like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit when he <laughs> when gets melted the at the end. <laughs> no, when, when at the end, when it turns out that... Yeah, when they kill Christopher Lloyd. Turns yeah, out when he's, turns, a he's a tune as well. Yeah. Um, Piastri sounded like an airline pilot. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Thank you so much for the team. Uh, I was really, uh, really happy with that. Congratulations, everyone. Working really hard. Uh, we're going to be taking a left turn soon on either Berlin as we approach Heathrow. We got yet had a very lovely flight to us, so we tried to make up. We didn't have time in the air. We slightly getting off the ground there. But uh, we're gonna, hopefully we've made up for that. We we'll should be landing seven minutes early. That's the thing I always think on aeroplanes when they go, oh, we've made up for that time. I'm like, why don't you just fucking fly fast the whole way? Yeah. Like, if you can get there, get me there half an hour before. Yeah, just push the... Just press the fast button. Whenever I'm I on a plane you. and I hear that it's an Australian pilot, you think I was going to be safe? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Fourth place, Aston Martin with uh, Lawrence Stroll starting in 17th and finishing in 11th. So we were almost we're right almost with our predictions, there. weren't we? Um, Alonso uh, qualifying fourth, finishing in sixth. Um, during the race, when they said to Stroll, they went, you need to let, you need to let Alonso pass. You need to let him pass. He's on a different strategy. I just mm. thought, yeah, is that strategy earning your place in a team? <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. I mean, Alonso, pretty good for a I hot mean, race. Uh, yeah, he had a hot batty, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he really did. I have did. A, such a hot batty. Um, did you see Max Verstappen say Bunda? Yeah, what, do, what does Bunda mean? Bunda is a, is like um, like street slang for a bum batty. Oh, so, and he said... But he was using this, like, the the word, and you wouldn't expect him to be the type of person to use that what word. What was the context he used it in? It, was he talking about an exercise that you do that works your Bunda? I think uh, that was it. Oh, okay. I think that was it, but I actually can't remember. Wow. Anyway, I mean, Stroll, obviously a horrible, horrible weekend for him and he's under so much pressure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, God, I wouldn't want to be in his in his shoes. Him, right Logan and Sergio now all feel, are all in positions now that feel almost untenable. Yeah. I don't think that you can legitimately look at the situation yeah. with Alonso being as fast as he is and you being as permanently slower than him. You're 26 years old. You're not a young driver anymore yeah. or whatever he is. He's around that. He a can't, second slower in qualities. It, it, it's just completely unfeasible. 
Logan Sargent's that much slower than Albon. He can't continue in the team, even though you say he is. And Sergio Perez will get to, but fucking hell. But Lance is Veruca Salt, isn't he? It doesn't matter, you know? But it has to start mattering. It will matter at some point. There will be a moment where it matters. I don't see it coming. I think Lance, I think Lawrence has got too much love for his boy. My boy! Look what they did. Look where my boy finished. In third? Yes, third. Carlos uh, oh, signs. sorry, just very quickly. Um, start the music one more time. Um, I just, I just, you know, obviously after it's the It's too late. After the sprint, I have to leave. After I've got to look after my children. After the sprint quality. I have responsibilities as a human being. I cannot spend time in this <laughs> London's podcast studio listening to you fantasise about what it might be like if Lance Stroll fucked his stepmom Raquel. I, for the second time in an episode. I just, you're crazy. I just think when he stumbled over to that ambulance after the race. And oh, the, God. Now I'm touching my sty because of you. And Raquel goes, hey... Wow, they named the car after you. And he goes, no, I don't know what you mean. I wasn't feeling well, so I came home. Yeah, but Lance, it's called the ambulance. Ah, oh, God, that's good. That was worth it. Okay, come Why on, let's you... move on. No, that was, you've done the ambulance on, wait, joke. It's not going to get any better than that. Okay, go on then. You know what rhymes with Lance? Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't know. I'm so angry. Pants. Pants rhymes with Lance. I don't think it has a proper rhyme. Anyway. Lance, pull those down. You gotta cool down after a race, Lance. Oh, it's so crispy. You're all sweaty. You're all sweaty. You gotta cool down. Take off that jumpsuit, that fire retardant suit. Lance. I didn't think you were allowed to say that. Now, um, to third place, Ferrari signs 12th and did not start. Didn't start. I mean, I Signs finished in Hulkenberg's position. I've, I've never seen a... Uh, Started. A, I've never seen a driver not start a race. And when the race finished, I went, good thing he didn't have to do that. I felt so happy for him. Yeah. That he didn't have to put his body through that. And he was just He'll hanging out the in the race. little bit going, ooh. I don't think there was anything wrong with his car. I think Ferrari just went, listen. Just sit this one out. It's a just, nightmare. You're, you, there's a race next week. There's so, not a race next week. Yeah, but, okay, the next race, you can both, you both have a terrible time because you can't recover from this. So why don't you sit this out? I think that was their strategy this week. There's a sprint in the next race as well. I love, is there? Mm. Fuck's sake. In the United States. You've enjoyed the sprint. You can't say you enjoyed the sprint. Also, next uh, we've went starting next week. We're starting on the twenty second of October, so the United States Grand Prix. We've got Grand Prix every week for for three three weeks. weeks. Yeah, that's exciting. It's exciting. A triple header. A triple header. Um, And uh, my girlfriend during the race pointed out that Charles Leclerc looks like a hot Harry Potter, which I'd never realised. And get this, she said Charles Leclerc was quite attractive, Mm. and then when George Russell started talking, she went, "Now he's hot." Really? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Well, not really. He is attractive. But Charles Leclerc's more attractive. I think we think that because he looks more like Timothy Chalamet. But I think women's taste in men is often a lot more nuanced and complex than I think we think it is. I think Charles Leclerc <laughs> has a Who more... Who did Tati I say think, was the hottest person? Uh, Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz. Yeah, Tati said McLeod it, says, And she said it wasn't even close. Yeah. She said it wasn't even close. I think if I had to eat a driver's ass, mm. I think Charles Leclerc, I would want to eat his ass the most. But I think George would be the most sort of, I think George would back into my mouth more. Right. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. Okay. <laughs> also, I want that in the podcast. If that's not in the podcast, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> because that's, that's you finally unmasked yourself. That's who you are. <laughs> and I want that in the podcast. I love the sir as well. I've got to say, I love short... He did principles. a nice interview with um, yeah. Nico and um, another bloke. And Nico crushed it as well. I'm so pro Nico Rosberg. He was giving the FIA shit after the race. 
he was he's just so, I think he's something's happened in him where he's being very honest as a pundit and I'm all in on it. Yeah. Um Mercedes second place uh Hamilton th- I mean um, uh, I mean and uh, Russell starting in second finishing fourth but all told it was still a really really Positive race for him. You've got some notes. On Lewis Hamilton has uh, competed in 37 Formula 1 races. How many DNFs has he had? In 327 races in his career, how many DNFs? Four. Uh, I mean, no, it's a lot more than that. I have no idea. 30. 30. Right? In a 17-year career, how many DNFs has Max Verstappen had in his career? 15. 31. Oh. Max has had more DNFs than Lewis has had in his entire career. Uh, Lewis has only had six first lap retirements, 10... Q1 eliminations in his whole career. Logan's had more than that this year. I would say in Max Verstappen's defence, that's Max, the journey of Max in his, he he drove for Toro Rosso. Yeah. And he drove for Red Bull when Red Bull were like best of the rest. Yeah. Lewis has never been in that position. Uh, I mean, he had a long stint in between uh, McLaren and Mercedes where he didn't win a, for, for like five years. But he was still always in and around the top. Uh, yeah, he's always had a good car, which is what people always say, which is why it doesn't count that he's won as many championships well, as he Of course it counts. It's just why you can't definitively say that any one driver is the best. No, but it's interesting. Because they all drive different it's cars, interesting so there's no Louis, way of really telling. Yeah, but it's interesting that he's had 30 DNFs in 17 years and Max has had more than that in a lot less time. But I think Max is... The, the Red Bull always had reliability problems. Oh my God, look, Red Bull have already won. You don't need to lick their ass this much. I don't think we You're... in this podcast could ever be accused of licking <laughs> Red Bull's ass. I'm just trying to, I'm just going to, I'm just trying to be At balanced. the beginning of the race, Lewis went, I'm a sitting duck to these guys. And how, how right he was. But he was a sitting duck unto himself. He was a, a duck that sat only to There's be shot, hoist some... by his own petard. There's something so funny about Toto not even being at that race and him still chiming in on the team radio to mm. George. Uh, George, it's time to race now. It's time to race. Yeah. It's so like, clearing you know- Doritos off the side of his lap. <laughs> George, it's time to race now. Do you know how many, do you know how much of a, how, uh, how much of a moany, whiny little brat you've got to be that four continents of satellites have to go, okay, let me fuck up. Get Toto. Get shut the fuck up. God's sake, I was just about to, I was about to eat some wasabi with maybe some ham. Hen, pompanickel. With maybe some ham. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, incredible. First place, Red Bull. Uh, Red Bull, Max he, qualified first, uh, finished first. And uh, spin race, he qualified. Anything else to do with Max this week? I don't know. Perez started from the pit lane, which is interesting because he got the, he was guilty. Red Bull was guilty of the same thing that they that Logan Sargent did when he crashed and they started rebuilding his car before they disassembled the other one, meaning technically he had two cars. And Perez had the same thing happen to him this week, but no penalties. But boy, did they make up for it during the race. So Perez, starting 13th, finishing 10th. What the fuck is going on? George Russell in a slower car, just push, you know, it's fucked straight to the back of the pack, first corner, and manages to make it all the way back up to fourth from the bottom. Yeah. In a sl- what's happening to Sergio Perez? His brain's gone. It's like that bit at the end of 1984 where Winston's like finally, like he's finally broken. Like he's he's, weep- he's weeping like- in the cherry tree before you, they shoot him. You know when you meet some friends and it's like early in the evening, it's like 7pm and mm. you're thinking in your head, I really don't want them to know how drunk I am. Mm. And you're in that headspace where you're like, 
every you're second guessing everything you do. Yeah. Did I when I poured salt on my chips there? Did I look really drunk? Yeah, yeah. Like when we bumped into the guy who listens to Dirty Air. And we were really high. Yeah, exactly. That's how Perez is driving at yeah. the moment. I'm not saying he's driving like he's drunk. He's driving like a, he's driving on. like he's high. Am I pressing the right buttons here? Am I pressing? The, is this how you? Is it? Am I sure that if I go that way, it's left? Mm. Or I, I think he should try getting drunk before a race. It might like calm him down. Yeah, that would yeah. be funny if like Gasly's playing with a tennis ball, and we see, uh, you know, uh, we we see Perez about to. Nail a shot of Cafe Patron. Have you ever seen this happen in Formula One where a driver has chunked it this much? I've never known anything like it, no. I've never seen this happen. I've never seen it happen and they have to get a new driver in. And it has to be... Oh, did you see the rumours about... the That's the rumour. Did you see the rumours about... Uh, Lando. Going to Red, Red Bull. Bull. Albon said that he's had an open invitation. Yes. Much like Lance's hand from his stepmother. Start the music. I'm, I'm, don't, don't actually start the music. Um, three in a show is too, too many, actually. I'd say two. Was Twice as funny, it. three times as stupid. I'd say... I think that they won't do it because they've already won three with Perez, right? Yeah. And it almost doesn't matter if he's shit. Because mm. what more can they achieve with with anyone better? Anyone better who can challenge Max who might not crumble under the pressure of driving against Max Hamilton, which I don't think is anyone. I think I, that if they hadn't had, they'd still have won the constructors with just Max winning every single race. Mm -hmm. With what Perez winning those races and starting the season quite strongly, which he did. Do you remember at the beginning of the season when we were going, ooh, Perez all Verstappen? <laughs> Feels like years ago. Uh, and also in... Uh, Red Bull News, Max won his third world championship title. Did you have that now? Oh, yeah. He won it. He this... won the championship. Yeah, he won it. Well, that's what we've got time for. <laughs> How do you think Jos congratulated Max? By kind of slapping his back as if he, his own son, his flesh and blood, was somebody he sort of knew. That's how he always is around Max. He sort of gives him a big a, a, a slap on the back that says, congratulations, brackets, I can still physically dominate you. <laughs> and I will. I, um, I think... Don't forget who could, who can, who would win. Joshua Snappen, I've, I've decided that he still cuts up Max's food. I've decided that. I yeah. think that that could feasibly still be happening. Um, but congratulations to Max Verstappen on your third one year, Max. You'll win a championship and it will be exciting. Yeah. It will happen eventually. You won't be gifted it uh, by an Australian man who's now hiding in a bunker. Um, you won't sort of find out in Japan that you, maybe you've won it, but maybe you haven't. And you won't win it at a sprint race, a modern <laughs> invention which is a symptom of the... Of how boring of you've how made boring the sport. you've made the sport. <laughs> Max Verstappen has... He, in, he, if he was a bit worse, he wouldn't have to do the races that he hates. Think about that. He hates doing sprint races. Does he? like, yes, I understand that it's good for tickets, but I don't like to do it because it's not puration. I like the puration. And it's like, yeah, well, stop being so fucking good. Yeah. If you weren't so good at racing, then maybe... They'd have a you we wouldn't be having these stupid races on a Saturday. I had to give up I had to give up my Laker tickets. I had to give up my whole weekend. I had to give up my whole weekend for Qatar. I was in crew. See? I was in crew. I watched all of it. I watched Friday, I watched Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it was too much for me. Friday. One. Oh yeah, qualifiers on Formula Friday, One. It's it? too much. Too so much. The Formula FIA, 
We can't, as fans, give as this much of our time. We can't do it. Four, de- three days a week. Are you mental? How long is a cricket game? Five days. Okay, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but it, it's, it's seasonal. And it's five days, like, for a bit. They don't do it. it. There's much less cricket than there is Formula 1. If there's 24 races this season with six sprint races, that's 30 days, right? Mm. And if you add qualifying to that, that's 60 days. Mm. Is that right? Mm. Plus shootout qualifying, mm. another six. Mm. So that's 72 days of the year, if I'm correct, of just main event F1. It's too much. Well, how many weeks of the 54-week year? Uh, from March to December, which is to March to the end of November, which is mad. It's it, the season's too long. Like, ma- 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 yeah, okay. Anyway, that's it. That's, that's it. Our for this big, week. That's our big hey. takeaway from Max Verstappen winning the championship. <laughs> the F1 season is too long. But we'll see you next week with more dirty, dirty air. air. Yes, thank you um, for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, leave a review. It really means the world to us. And buy some merch. I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. It's too darn hot, it's too darn hot I'd like to sup with my baby tonight Refill the cup with my baby tonight I'd like to sup with my baby tonight Refill the cup with my baby tonight But I ain't up to my baby tonight Cause it's too darn hot Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.